Hey, and welcome. This is Obsessions of a Roller Skater. Now, I know this took a little bit longer than usual. I try and drop these episodes on the first, but it's been pretty busy in my life and things have been going on. And of course, with the weather getting nicer and summer kind of starting, there are lots of things to do. But nonetheless, here I am and I'm here for you and I am so glad that you are here for me. If you are enjoying the content of this podcast, it would mean a lot if you were able to leave me a review and a comment, and if you wanted to head over on Instagram and follow the podcast page there, it is obsessions underscore of underscore a underscore roller skater. So you can head over there and leave me comments as well, what you think of the episode, and if you have any content that you would like me to be speaking about, it would be great to know. All right, so what's been going on with May? Well, at the beginning of the month, things started strong. I was definitely getting in lots of skate time, getting out there, adding new tools to my toolkit, putting lines together, making my skates more, um, making my lines more smooth in the bowl, and just really getting comfortable with everything that I've been practicing and adding it all together. And it's been really fun to do. Um, That's what I love to watch the most on Instagram and whatever, wherever I'm watching skating is the fluent, consistent lines. Um, And I am working my way to getting there for sure um, with what I have learned so far. And since I've been expanding my skill set, I've also noticed that it's been able to allow me to see my park in a different way. Um... I'm more comfortable with skills that I started out practicing in one particular area of the park and would just go back to that same spot all the time um, because I knew the speed I needed to come into that particular spot to do it. And I knew what the ramp was going to feel like and what the landing and transition was going to feel like and everything like that. So Having gotten more comfortable with all these moves that I've been practicing, I've been able to see different lines in my park. And not only that, it's becoming summer, people are out more, it's lighter, longer, Um, you get more people at the park, and sometimes you just have to skate in different spots than where you usually do because it's getting a little congested or people are playing a game of skate in that area, so... It's been really awesome to see some different lines and try these tricks that I've been practicing in a different space. And to that, when I go to other parks now, it's giving me confidence to not have to spend so much time getting comfortable with the flow of that park. And instead, I can see lines right away and go ahead and just start skating. Of course, all of this takes time. You know, the more time you spend on your skates, the more skills you start to obtain and the more comfortable you are with your progression. Um, And you can just become one of these skaters that just start hitting anything and everything and having the confidence to try things that you love to do on different obstacles and in different areas. 
So like I said, the month started out really strong. Things were good. I was skating all the time. It's lighter, longer. Uh, so it's nice to be able to get in a bit of a longer session after work days. And then it rained for like almost two weeks. <laughs> it was probably a week and a half, but it definitely felt like a month. And there was a few nice days in there, but there was a long weekend and we were away camping and I was doing some dirt bike courses and stuff as well. So I didn't get to fully utilize every minute of my free time for skating. But, you know, that's one of the things that we go through, uh, especially up here in Canada, not having such a long summer, is you really just try and jam-pack all these activities that you're interested in doing in all the free time that you have, because once the snow flies, you can't be doing them all. So anyways, it was raining for quite a while there. Like I said, it felt way too long. I was almost getting comfortable with just not skating. And I remember one night having a thought like, oh, I don't have to be skating. Am I skating too much? Like, I don't have to be skating all the time. I kind of like relaxing a little bit. This is kind of nice. But that, trust me, did not last long. I also noticed a bit of a dip in my mood. And I'm definitely the kind of person that likes to really fill their free time with doing stuff. And it takes me a lot of, what would we call it, mental calming to (laughs) try and sit in my free time and relax in my free time. But I do know rest is important. And really, when I went back to the park after having not skated for a while, like you feel like this little bit of extra boost this little bit of extra energy you know your muscles are rejuvenated your mindset is relaxed you're pumped to be there the hype is there and I find when I do have those little bit of hiatuses in skating and then I go back to skating I just feel hyped about it and I'm like actually having a really good skate day and skating really well um so that's always exciting to experience and certainly makes me feel like oh no I absolutely love this and I'm obsessed with this and want to continue to fill much of my free time but as well need to just remember that taking breaks is okay and it's okay to not be skating every single day or four hours on your weekend if that's you know not what's what you're feeling uh, at the time so or if the weather isn't cooperating it's okay to have other hobbies and go ahead and enjoy those other hobbies as well but I do gotta say that I really always feel so awesome and so happy after skate sessions um, whether solo or whether meeting up with people um, I love it and I love continuing to progress with my skills and trying new things and you know that chase of there's always something new you can learn is definitely addicting and fun so happy to be back and skating and I know we're in the month of June now and the weather did turn it's gotten a little better Uh, going forward we're looking for a little bit of rain so I might get a little break again from skating but I think for sure this time I'm gonna make sure I at least put my skates on in my house and roll around um, partway through that 
a hiatus due to weather, I knew that I needed to put my skates back on uh, again because it is my mood booster. It definitely helps make me happy. So even just putting on my skates and rolling around my house doing chores, which if you haven't done, like you have to try it. If if you live in a space that allows you to do that, I'm sometimes I'm like, why don't I always do all my chores with my skates on? Like, man, I can get from one side of my house to the other so fast and it's so much more fun and uh, makes it feel like not a chore, you know, it's just a playful cleanup of whatever you're doing because you're zifting around on your skates and yeah, it just makes it that much more fun. So again, if you haven't tried rolling around in your house and doing your mundane ch- every day-to-day chores, give it a go because I promise uh, it'll feel like you're getting it done a lot faster and it will just keep you in a nice happy mindset and having fun doing it. So Skate breaks are good, you know, recover the mental, recover the muscle memory, uh, come back stronger, all that good stuff. But I guess the message, at least for me, is don't spend too much time off of my skates because it is my happy place. So I need to always stay connected with that and continue to enjoy that time. So the sib trick of the month this month was ho-hos, a.k.a. handstands. Love, love, loved seeing people do this uh, for the first time back in the day. Um, Coming from a gymnast background, it's one of those tricks, much like cartwheels, that I look at. And I know I can do that because I can do it without my skates on. So seeing that really excited Um, but over the winter, I had also mentioned in some of my previous podcasts that I just lost the ho-ho. I wasn't doing it as often. Um, I also got in my head a little bit that my skates were really heavy and that was impeding me, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was just lack of practice because I had done it with my moxie jack boots plenty of times before. So getting to have the encouragement to work on ho-hos again this month was really fun. Um, It's always an impressive trick to see people do. Um, And I truly envy those who are able to make it look so easy (laughs) and keep it so consistent. But again, practice, practice, practice. And once I got back into the mindset and the body positioning and how it was all supposed to go down, I was definitely able to get some successful ho-hos and throw them into uh, fluent lines when in the bowl. Again, not one that I've totally locked down on being consistent with every single time, but I think, again, it just takes practice and mental capacity and upper body strength and being there on the right day with the right energy because it certainly can become tiring and I don't know if you guys wear your wrist guards when you do them or not. Sometimes I feel like I have to take them off for the first few goes, but I really want to make sure I practice doing them with my wrist guards on because that's how I skate. I skate with my wrist guards on. I have tried not skating with my wrist guards on at the park and very much regretted it. Uh, I need to go to work. I need to use my hands. So wearing them is... um, necessary for me so I'm going to make sure that I practice doing my ho-hos with them on. Super fun really gotta have the right timing. Speed is your friend with ho-hos for sure and the way it's going to look 
the best is making sure that you get your hips over your head and your feet over your hips and getting that nice, upright, straight handstand. Um, And man, watching people do death drops, oh, such a dream trick. I really want to be able to do that. But personally, I need to work on holding my ho-hos longer and having the control of being in a handstand uh, to work my way up to getting comfortable to steadying myself on that ledge before trying a death drop. But man, if you haven't seen people doing death drops, go and check it out. It is freaking awesome. And it's just it's just one of those tricks where I'm like, oh, it looks so good. I want to try it so bad. <laughs> and you really got to get over the mental aspect of thinking you're going to just eat shit, which it happens. But hey, wear the gear. And again, it helps you um, at least have a little bit of reassurance that when you go down, you're mostly covered. <laughs> so um, something I would love to work up to do. But Ho-hos, yeah, let me know. Did you try them this month and how did they go for you? Uh, Again, head over to the Instagram page and let me know on this month's post if you tried ho-hos. I want to know. I want to know how your progress went. And again, feel free to even tag me um, on Instagram on your attempts. I would love to see you guys doing them. So something that you don't need to do ho-hos but has kind of been my gear focus this month are my slider blocks. Um, when I got my bond skates, I switched to the disco blocks and was trying them and getting used to them. And I must say, at first, they definitely didn't feel like they slid as easily. They didn't have as much of a slick feeling to them as the SIB universal sliders that I was using on my previous setup. Um, I do like how they feel when you're doing stalls. They feel really comfortable there, really solid connection there. And certainly after I had been doing more and more slides on them, I got more of that slide um, slick distance type feel from the slide out of them. However, I have changed back to my sib sliders on my setup and I do prefer them for where I'm at right now learning slides. I feel like if I had got the disco blocks with the metal runners that go down the middle of them, that probably would have been a better choice for the level that I'm at and what I'm looking for out of my sliders. Um, So because my SIB universal sliders are more slick and speed is your friend when you are trying things like slides and um, rails, which I'm slowly working my way up to, but working on some curb slides and stuff like that as well. They just give me uh, the actual help that I need in momentum for the slide to actually happen, and I have been enjoying them. Another thing I really like about my sib sliders is I kind of just have that extra little flare look. Um, I did like how low-key the disco blocks were, and again, like I had mentioned previously, they are definitely lighter. So if weight is something you really, really are concentrating on and you prefer like a few ounces difference um, in your setup, then I would definitely look at getting some disco blocks. I think I'm going to continue to play around with them 
once I kind of progress with my slides a little bit more. I've got the disco blocks on my jack boots set up right now, which is going to be my street skates. So if I just go out having fun and street skating because, you know, you got to throw slides or be able to stall on some ledges and have fun in that way wherever you are. So I'm glad that I have two sets, but I might kind of flip-flop back between the two um, and really nitpick what I like and which ones I really want to stick with. But right now, uh, the Sib ones are working well for me while I am trying some stuff, and I think they will be quite advantageous for me to continue to work on my rails and rail slides with. Um, as again, speed's going to equal stability and be your friend for actually having the motion on the rail or the ledge or the coping or whatever you're sliding. Um, so I'm going to stick with them for now. And honestly, that's pretty much it. Uh, I was also a little worried I wasn't going to have much to talk about for May. Um, it's been beautiful. Start to the summer. Love that we can be skating longer. Uh, the days are getting longer. The sun's staying out longer. The temperature is beautiful. We definitely had a heat wave there and it was pretty darn hot. So some of those days it's also hard to skate in the middle of the day because, you know, it's hot. <laughs> You're dying. It's humid. It uh, seems to go from winter almost right into summer these days. There's not a long, nice mid-range temperature transitional period to get used to the heat and sometimes it really just cooks you and takes a lot out of you. Um, I'm not complaining, I'm just stating the facts and it's nice to have uh, the longer days so you can go out later at night and practice um, when it's not quite as hot. So Anyways, I'm so stoked summer's here and the days are longer. We definitely need the rain, so I can't wish it away because we want to keep our province as smoke-free as possible because smoke also impedes our skating, right? It uh, gets into your lungs when you're breathing, which is really bad for you. Um, and if you have any type of asthma, which I, ha I do have mildly, um, it does affect you more and you just don't want to be breathing in that stuff and doing high cardio type activities so bring on the rain I'll take the breaks and I'll work on some stuff in my house skate around and do chores and get things really clean and then get back out there and send it when the sun shines my skater inspiration this month is Geneva Jewel, a.k.a. Dramamama underscore skates. Uh, they skate for Chaya, Skates, Wild Bones, and more companies. Uh, I just love their content. They're always throwing huge Miller flips and other style of flips that I don't even know the names of, but it is so amazing to watch. And again, you can tell that they've put in a lot of time and a lot of practice because they make it look so damn easy. <laughs> um, and it's just really nice to see and aspire to do and just see the creativity of their skating and these moves and what's possible. Like, I love it. It's just endless out there. And um, 
seeing them do their awesome air shots and whoever is capturing their shots most of them you can tell I think somebody's capturing for them they're doing a really great job and their edits are always super fun and banging to watch so if you haven't yet go head over and check out drama mama underscore skates and get inspired for some sweet moves the skate store shout out I want to give this month is to Strappy Lassie Skate Laces. <laughs> They're out of Ontario, Canada, and they're making skate leashes that can also double as yoga mat straps and skateboard leashes that are just really beautiful. They have some uh, beautiful designs. I don't know how else to say it. They just have some really awesome designs that can really cater to lots of different styles. So head over to their Instagram at Strappy Lassie. And you can also check out their Etsy shop and you can also find them at retrorollers.ca. Well, May was a really big podcast month for me as well. If you've been tuning in, I had the honor of doing my first interview podcast with Retro Rollers and then I also did another interview podcast with Roller Skate Club and really grateful to have had the opportunity. Um, Definitely more content than I (laughs) had imagined putting out in one month so I hope you all can stick with me in trying to keep up with some bi-weekly content but you know I'm busy, everybody's busy, and I'm here to just have fun and share my experience and create some content for you guys, so I will do that to the best of my abilities when I can and try and keep it consistent so you can keep showing up and listening. I also really appreciate everybody who has been reaching out and enjoying this content, um, following me on Instagram, and tuning in and listening. Thanks again for coming back. I can't wait to see what June has in store for me. It has been a great kickoff so far to the month, and I look forward to sharing it all with you at the end. I would like to take this final moment to recognize the Indigenous communities and the findings of 215 Indigenous children's bodies at a residential school in Kamloops, British Columbia. This horror has brought to light many issues that have been swept under the rug for far too long and continue to be a part of Canada's current events. We must recognize the generational trauma our Indigenous communities have been suffering with from our government's actions of 130 years of residential schools. We can support the Indigenous communities by educating ourselves on history that is not taught in our schools, listening to the Indigenous communities, and act by donating to the Indian Residential School Survivor Society, which you can find linked in this podcast description. Words will never be enough for the justice of the Indigenous communities. Please stand up and act. Every child matters. We skate on their land, and for that, we thank you. (laughs) 